Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 112, and I thank you for downloading. Today, we're going to talk about um, a song called I'm in Disgrace by the Kinks. It was released November 17th, 1975 on their album Schoolboys in Disgrace, and again on January 21st, 1976 as the lead-off single from the album, backed with The Hard Way. The single did nothing, surprisingly to no one at this point in the Kinks' career, um, it was hard for them to get radio play because, frankly, they were not putting out their best work. This is uh, the golden age is over, and the uh, the the second you know chapter of the Kinks' success is about an album away. This is a period of uh, concept albums that people just weren't interested in, and you know I give Ray credit for doing what he wants artistically. You know, that's his job as a songwriter to write songs. And sometimes they're going to be hits and sometimes there's going to be misses. But at what point do we abandon some of these topics? Okay. We've got Village Green Preservation Society, which is as close to a perfect album as you're ever going to get. Um, and not really a concept album. You know, a concept album only in that the concept is nostalgia, but it's not a narrative concept album. And I've talked about this before. I'd prefer concept albums such as Village Green um, or Dark Side of the Moon or whatever that are more conceptual concept albums or like Lola, where all the songs are connected by a common theme, whether it is nostalgia or the record industry or you know, like Dark Side of the Moon, things that drive us crazy. Um, but they're all standalone songs. Where I, where you start to lose me are narrative concept albums, such as Preservation Act 1, Preservation Act 2, Soap Opera, Schoolboys in Disgrace. Now, there's some great stuff on those albums. And, you know, we talked at a, in a, a lengthy episode a few weeks ago about Preservation Act 1 um, actually being an album I enjoy. But when you get tied up in trying to deliver a narrative to an entire LP, a lot of times what suffers are clever melodies and quality lyrics. And in the case of I'm in Disgrace, uh, the real the real thing that sacrificed uh, on this one is unfortunately the melody. Got a great hook. I'm in disgrace, right? It's got a good good chorus and everything, but the verses are kind of haphazardly thrown together they're very basic like here's the riff and i'm just going to sing these words on top of them and they're not really constructed melodies that we're used to from ray davies the lyrics describe a young man who um, has his name ruined after a fling with a female subject of the song so he's talking about this girl he's fallen for her pretty face and then um they have a fling and then his name is disgraced because of that. There is one strange line in it that um, I, I, I'm sure it would be taken different in the time, but uh, it wasn't lust, it wasn't rape, it was just a mistake. 
I don't exactly know how to take that. But like even the opening lyrics, the first time that I saw you, you were the lady of my dreams. The very next time I had to make you mine and I treated you like a queen. The third time that I saw you, you treated me with such distaste. Now I wish I'd never seen your face. That verse, I mean, first, the band sounds great on this track and it's a good rocker. And I don't want to diminish the fact that it's not a horrible song. But some of these lyrics, it's like, okay, I get we're trying to go back to nostalgic um you know, remember when we were in high school kind of stuff, but these lyrics sound like they were written by a high schooler. And, uh, you know, I'm in disgrace. I'm in disgrace because I fell for your pretty face. You captured me in your embrace. These are moon and June rhymes. And, uh, it's almost to the point of distracting how kind of cheesy they can get. But the band sounds good. Dave is rocking the uh, electric guitar solos and riffs. There's some good key- keyboard playing. The mix is a little bit wonky for me. I wish they would have. Uh, it's very spread out stereo wise, which means they got things all the way to the right speaker and all the way to the left speaker. You know, it's very spread. And I wish that it was a little bit more centralized just to give it more of a live feel because live, this album, this song is cool. And I think if they could have captured that live spirit in the mix this song would work a little bit better on this album um recording for it began on august 19th 1975 and it's likely that this is the first master recording for the album they went in and recorded a bunch of demos for a ton of tunes up to 30 songs uh earlier in the month of august but august 19th they reconvened to actually start seriously recording these tracks for release and they start with the, the backing track to this track. Uh, this tune did feature in their live act. So, I mean, it was built for stadiums and they used it in stadiums and that's cool. Um, I always like the background vocals on this too. The way they turn disgrace into three words, three syllables, almost like a, a sneer. Uh, he's in disgrace. It's... I. Ray doesn't sing it like that in the lead, but then the callback response is sung with this weird, like, I don't know, it feels disdainful, like, uh, like, you know, those are the parents of these young kids talking back, you know, you're in disgrace, you know, kind of like mocking them. The tune or the, the story is kind of based too on Dave Davies life when he was 15, uh, him and his girlfriend got caught having uh, a tryst that resulted in a pregnancy and they were forced to break up. A few kink songs are written about that. Susanna's still alive, probably being the most notable um, and motherless uh, child of motherhood. Uh, I'm screwing that up anyway, but uh, this song is loosely based on that moment in Dave's life, which is interesting that Ray would write a story based on Dave. Uh, but the whole album is a general prequel to the Preservation album. So the Preservation albums did so po- Preservation 1 did so poorly that they did Preservation 2 as a double album. And then the sequel did so poorly that Ray went back and said, let's do a prequel about the character, you know, in the, in that, in that uh, storyline, what it was like to be him in high school. I mean, talk about mining the same uh, the same mine of 
just failure, really. I don't know maybe how this would have worked better. Maybe this whole period would have worked better as one double album. Preservation 1, you start with Schoolboys, Preservation 1, Preservation 2 as one album. Cut out all the filler, cut out all the weaker links, and make this one, like, you can make it a double album, because there's going to be a lot of material on there, but one double album to tell this entire story. And maybe that would have worked better than the four discs spread out over three albums that we ended up getting. Who knows? What are your thoughts on I'm in Disgrace? Um, I, it's probably one of the strongest songs on the album. As much as I've just sat here, um, you know, nitpicking it, I think that's kind of what we're doing, though. We've already acknowledged that these bands are the greatest bands ever and that they write the greatest songs ever. So I think it's fair to nitpick a little bit of like this one uh, is maybe not up to your standard. And maybe this would have been the greatest song Alice Cooper released that year, but it's not good enough for a Kinks record. And not to diminish Alice Cooper, but I'm just saying any other band of that era could have put out this rocker. You know, this does not, um, this is not any, any better or worse than, than uh, School's Out for Summer. But I kind of want Ray Davies to be better than School's Out for Summer, you know? So what are your thoughts? You can contact me, 925-494-1739. You can email me, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com, or you can join our discussion group at herohabit.com. We are saving your voicemails and emails and stuff like that for bonus episodes that are going to start releasing soon. Those go out first to um, folks who are contributing to keep this podcast ad free, but they will be available to everybody eventually. And, uh, and so that's why we haven't been playing any of those of late. So if you've emailed me or sent me a voicemail, I have received them. Um, I'm just saving them and I will respond to them all as bonus episodes. All right. That's all I got for today. This song doesn't warrant uh, much more conversation than the length of the song. So uh, with that, I bid you farewell. And um, I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy out there. And we'll download tomorrow's episode. Take care. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.